Hey guys, welcome back to My Rough Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Mel, and on this podcast, we talk about all things intentional living, meaningful work, productivity. I'm just sharing the imperfect journey of our daily lives. And today, I'm going to do a Sunday reflection on putting things to rest, releasing what's not for you in order to receive what was always yours to begin with. Let's get started. Do you ever feel like you're not doing enough? you're not good enough, or you're not getting the validation, support, resources you desire from others. This past week, I was thinking a lot about my relationships and aspects of my work and dreams that constantly trigger me. I was thinking about why certain relationships bother me so much. I keep rehearsing things they've said or done, and it causes a deep grief, highlighting the gap between what I desire from that relationship versus the reality of that relationship. I was thinking about my constant urge to hustle and have my hands in everything. Where does that come from? Where does that perfectionism or fear of failure come from? And I came to this reflection for myself. And so I wanted to share because maybe it's for one of you too. The constant feeling that you're not doing enough may be rooted in a desire for approval that you think you're not getting. You don't receive the encouragement and support from the people you want to give it to you. Therefore, you constantly strive trying to get to a point where that sibling, parent, significant other, or friend will finally acknowledge you or desire the healthy relationship you've always wanted with them. You keep doing more for people, hoping that one day it will be enough for you to finally belong in that space where you felt rejected in for so long. You strive only to be able to announce and accomplish to get your opponents to feel bad about what they did to you. I wrote ops, but anyway, you feel the need to keep everyone in the know, even though you know it's not in your best interest because you allow in that criticism and cynicism that they've shown you over and over again. You keep ruining your days, ruminating in your head about those who can't love you the way you need to be loved. And they going on about their day and giving you the slightest thought, (laughs) right? And at some point you have to ask yourself, I have to ask myself, am I recreating my trauma by beating a dead horse? Am I constantly ripping open old wounds because it's uncomfortable to heal in silence for a while? Am I filling my schedule and relationship capacity up with things and people who could never give what I desire because I fear being alone or seeming average? Are we afraid to put things to rest because we fear being quote unquote empty? Empty is uncomfortable. Empty is messy. Empty is chaotic because there's so much uncertainty. But I learned today that in emptiness, God can bring new life and creation. As I learned from Sunday's sermon, it was when the earth was formless and empty that God hovered over the waters to create the world. I was watching a sermon by Pastor Stephen Furtick called Move In What You Were Made For, and I'll link it in the show notes. And he talks about how we need to stop trying to fit into where we weren't formed. He gave the analogy of when God created the earth, he created the skies and the waters. Then he filled the skies and the waters with birds and fish, right? But God didn't place the fish in the sky because the sky wasn't the place God had formed for the fish, right? 
And likewise, sometimes we are trying to be birds in water, meaning we're trying to fit into places, spaces, and groups where we don't belong because of our own insecurities. As someone who has always struggled with belonging, I'm learning that I torture myself harping on relationships where I don't fit versus cultivating the spaces where I truly feel at home. I'm learning that I take on certain projects and dreams out of comparison, hoping that something will stick so that I can feel validated versus just being patient in the lane that God has already formed for me. And as Pastor Ferdick shared um, in the sermon, you can't swim in someone else's sky. You can't swim in someone else's sky. We do this in our work, our businesses, our passions, going after what's not really for us because we see others doing it and seeming successful. We do this in our relationships, trying to make our family, friends, or partners be something that we need, even though they have shown us over and over what they can and cannot give. We keep allowing disappointment and trauma into our hearts with our own now unrealistic expectations because now we know what to expect, right? So instead, let's do some self-care for our own sanity. (laughs) Let's come to terms with the fact that maybe this person, this family member, or this friend, that this person will likely never be who we wanted them to be in our lives. Let's come to terms with that for a moment. So knowing that, what will and won't you allow in your life when it comes to that relationship? How can you stop beating the dead horse so that you can make room for the encouragement and support you truly deserve and need? Now, this doesn't mean cutting everyone off. Maybe it's readjusting your access point and your your access points and your expectations, right? For our own sanity when it comes to our work and callings, how can we breathe in and accept the fact that, you know what, (laughs) I'm not good at everything, but I am good at something, right? How can we stop trying to be in someone else's sea and swim freely in our own lane? What projects need to be released? What career aspiration was never yours to begin with? What lane has God formed for you that you simply need to focus on and trust his timing in? How can you embrace where you specifically were formed? How can you release the places and spaces that constantly trigger you and embrace the empty to allow God to form something new? What do you need to release in order to receive the spaces, revelations, healing, connections, and callings that God has already formed for you? And I say that because in the sermon, Pastor Ferdick talks about how the birds didn't have to create their own sky. Their place was formed before they were even brought into it, right? The sky was created first and then the birds came. And it's the same for us. The space, the people, the calling that God has for us is already here. But are we trying to be a fish out of water, right? Are we constantly in turmoil about what we don't have in place that we can't see what already is in place, you know? And I, like I said, this reflection was for me, okay? Because this relates to my professional life when I think I don't have the connections I need or out of impatience, I start doing a bunch of things that are not aligned with my lane. It relates to my relational life when I I feel like I don't get the encouragement and support that I desire from certain people. 
but everything and everyone that I need, I have. And to those people in spaces who cannot give what I need, they were not formed for me. And that's okay. Giving me, and I want to be clear, giving me what I need doesn't always mean that I'll be happy in that space or happy in that relationship, right? But come on, y'all, we know the difference <laughs> between something that is simply uncomfortable and something that is harmful. A scarcity mindset makes us think that we have to hold on to everything and everyone in fear of what we might miss out on or lose. But an abundant mindset says that what and who is for me is already mine to receive. So what do you need to put to rest? What dead horse do you need to stop beating? What relationship, mindset, project, or dream do you need to readjust and put to rest? And again, this isn't even you know, uh, externally with relationships or work, it can also be internally, you know, what mindsets do I need to release? What bitterness do I need to, you know, let go of? So it can, um, it can relate to any of those, any of those spaces. So I hope that this was helpful for you. If so, send me an email, come say hi on Instagram at underscore Melanie Christina, and I will see y'all next week. Bye.